Has anyone ever said to you, it's just a TV show? That's when you know it's time to cut them out of your life. If you don't think it's just a TV show, you'll probably love my podcast, She's Speaking with Emily Hanks. And it's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On this week's bonus episode, we have All About TRH contributor Laura on to discuss events that we attended in the past. We talk behind the scenes action on what happens during taping, why producers were annoyed with us, and how production begged Gia Judice to film plus more. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. Hi, Laura. Hi, guys. Hey, Laura. Hi, Chantel. So <laughs> nice to have... finally meet you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, so we pre- we did pre-record and we had some technical difficulties and we did publish it. So we've been getting so many messages like, what happened to your guys' podcast, the one with Laura? And I was like, we had technical difficulties and a lot of people were emailing us and we were getting a lot of complaints and um, so I was like, let's re-record it. So that's what we're doing. So if you did listen to that, it's probably going to have a lot of the same stuff, maybe not. So, uh, yeah, we were just having issues, but I hope now we're good. We're good to go. And we're excited to talk to Laura. So Laura's been with all about TRH since 2014. She is uh, my partner on the all about TRH website. So hey. she, yeah. <laughs> knows everything that you know goes on um and we thought we would do an episode where we really talk about events that we've gone to because so many things have happened and I know we're on this like production kick uh you know about talking about like things behind the scenes and Laura actually she's gone to a lot of events where filming was happening and uh, a lot of things have happened when she did go to those events um so I want to actually start off by talking about the Kathy Wakili event how long okay. ago was that, Laura? Um, I started at the site, I think, like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh, October it was October 2014 or something. So it was literally like a month after that, maybe something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, was like so new to it. She was so new. And then we send her to this event with Kathy and back in 2014. And it was about her recipe book. And uh, I didn't even realize that you were still so new. And at the time, so I had gotten into it with Richie quite a bit, uh, just because he didn't like my opinion. And Richie is very vocal. Like I'm rewatching season four. I just hit the reunion. So uh, it's so interesting watching that because there are times where I feel like, okay, maybe I was too hard on Kathy and, Um, but then there will be like something she does, but to me, season four, like that was like Caroline just, it's, it's been so eye opening to see how intense Caroline was, but anyways, so they actually invite us to this event. And even though we're not on like the best of terms, but this was like before it was in 2014, we've been around since 2012. So, um, there it's not like there was like an Instagram or anything of that sort so we send Laura off and tell us your experience when you went so when I got there it was like fine because there were uh what is her name um oh my god Amber Amber. Marchese was there and there was that other blogger I don't know if anyone remembers him Mr. Real Housewives I don't even think he's around anymore but he was there with Amber and 
So it was like a big step and repeat. It was like at this little bookshop and I was nice and I, you know, bought my book and got it signed by Kathy. And then I asked her to chat and all. And this was like after everyone left and all of a sudden, like Rich, he's like standing there and he finds out what site I'm from and he just (laughs) rips into me and he's like, those commoners are so terrible and you guys let that happen and they go after us and it's just so mean and ugly and I can't believe you're here and you know he just like went off and like Kathy was very nice and like tried to explain politely like why Rich was upset and but he was just like going off and I'm like oh my god and I'm like I know nothing about this like I literally know nothing like I was just like dumbfounded and I was like I'm so sorry like I don't know what to say Roxanne why didn't you tell her this is true (laughs) I know I think it's just because like you know when we tweet and stuff maybe I mean because Richie was off the wall like on season four with his comments I would get me and Chandel have said this like we have people in our family that they're married to someone who just like they don't know when to stop and we find it annoying and then we like barely want to hang out with that person because their husband's annoying so I think, um, and that's why we had that opinion with Richie. Cause like, sometimes he would just be too much and he would do that with Teresa and we can just, again, relate to that, but I'm reading. And after this goes out, I'm going to post this article from our web archives. Uh, some, one of our readers actually sent me how I can look at our website back in the day. So shout out to them. And so that's how I'm able to see this. Cause it's like our old layout and everything. But, um, so it says that, Rich Wakili, who was also at the event, did not want to speak to speak with All About TRH and got up when Kathy sat down for the interview. Rich seemed not to like All About TRH at all. <laughs> Again, although both Kathy and Rich do not like All About TRH, they were very nice and respectful to us during the interview. How funny is that? Yeah. And I think the biggest issue wasn't even with the site. It was like the commenters of the site. And yeah. like, that's the funny part. Cause it's like, well, like, I mean, we have very little control over that. It's like, you can either like really like block people or then you don't have people that want to comment. Like it's like- But back in the day, back in the day- yeah, and back in the day, your guys' site was all about the comments. Like everyone, I couldn't wait to read your guys' articles to see what people were commenting because there was an Instagram, there was Twitter, but there wasn't that like, it was like a normal blog that, you know, people really did take their time. It's like a YouTube, people really took their time to leave what they really felt. Yeah, Mm because it was before all these things. And it got to a point where Laura and I did actually have to start blocking people. Oh, wow. And that wasn't also because, you know, when you start saying crazy, like, things to each other and attacking each other, like, we didn't want that. So we did, you know, have to do that. But, well, and and when I'm reading this, like, uh, Kathy says, Roxanne and commenters are very unbelievable and racist. And uh, so, you know, I maybe like she didn't mean to say me, but I pretty sure I told you, like, just put exactly what she says. And uh, obviously, you know, um, uh, he's Middle Eastern. So we're Middle Eastern. So like, obviously, we're not racist. And I think someone actually listened to the episode and they messaged me and Chantal and they were like, stop saying you guys are Middle Eastern. Like I'm Lebanese. The reason we do that is because we're Chaldean and literally no one knows what that is. It's like a Mm -hmm. Catholic like it's like Assyrian and it's Catholic, but no one knows what it is unless you're from Michigan or maybe California, um, maybe Arizona. But like, that's why we say Middle Eastern, because it, when you say you're Lebanese, that's way more familiar. But anyways, I just had to mm-hmm. say that. But yeah. yeah. And so then um, they say that, you know, Kathy said, you know, you have to have a certain level of responsibility to 
allow this type of practice to go on. She cannot like me. That's her prerogative. That's the same with you. It's very nice that you came today. Um, you know, I don't expect to be on TV and not get criticism from whom, whomever, but the things that have been said about me, my family, my children, calling my husband, some really vile, terrible things. She's talking about commenters here. Like we didn't, we didn't call yeah. her husband that we would just say when he was being mean and, and that's all I can understand now, like now that it's been whatever, like why that might've been frustrating for her. Mm -hmm. and, and I can understand that we didn't want to ever sit there and spread hate. That's the last thing we want to do. Um, but she did go on a tangent with you and just really say, you know, like she is upset with how we are. Yeah, no, that was like the how the interview started. It was like <laughs> that would have been so boom. awkward. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I like because I'm like, yes, I live in New Jersey, but like I think the place was in Colts Neck, which is like two hours away from where I live. Like New Jersey wow. is like vast when it comes to like, so it's like, and I'm like, I just drove here two hours and this woman is just me. Wow. I'm like, oh my God. But she was nice and she did like answer some questions, but she also made it clear, like, she's like, I'm not talking about Teresa. Like, I tried to ask the question because I think that's like right before Teresa and Joe were like, they were dealing with their legal stuff. So I was like trying to get some like comments on that. And she was just like, nope, not doing that at all. Like, she was like, this is about me, not about Teresa. Did they yeah. have like desserts and stuff out at that event or it was just like books and book signing? It was just like books because I think it was at like, it wasn't at a bookstore, I don't think. It was, like, I don't know. It looked like, I think, like, I don't know, some type of store where they did a signing, but it wasn't a bookstore. And so they just had, like, the little, like, signing and stuff and <laughs> everything. I still have the book somewhere in my house, and it's signed. So. It's so <laughs> but... Well, yeah, so I read the rest of the interview, and she was very short. I think she just wanted to get her point across that she was really upset about, you know, where things have gone. And again, like Chantal said, that's such a good point. It was like right before Instagram was right before, you know, YouTube was like really, really popular when it comes to this. So that's where people would comment. And me and Laura did not like read the comments. I mean, sometimes when we'd have emails like, Hey, um, this person said this, it was, it was hard to like really keep up with. Um, so we didn't read the comments like that, but then when it, when it did get to a point, I think we were like, listen, let let's, you know, take a different approach just because it did get so ugly um and, I mean and it's important to note like just so people know like the commenters weren't just saying mean things about the housewives like they would say mean stuff about us too if they didn't like oh, the way the we wrote something oh. or if they didn't like our opinion they were nasty and they would like go off on us and I'm like I don't want to read the comments because I don't need to know your opinion of me like I can yeah. just keep it yourself so yeah. Yeah. And so someone had asked us who listened to the other podcast and they said, did Kathy, are you and Kathy good now? So Kathy, I mean, you know, like, again, I'm like rewatching and there are moments where I'm like, okay. But then I just think about Richie and stuff. I have messaged Kathy three different times and I was like, please come on the podcast. And I just think it would be so good for her to come on just because just like a Siggy did. A lot of people, when Siggy left, they weren't the biggest like fan of her just because of how things were. Then they heard her side of things and they were like, wow, this was so great to listen to. I really liked it. So I want to give Kathy, you know, that type of opportunity. And we are someone who like is number one invested when it comes to Jersey, but she sees each of them, but she doesn't respond. So the last one I was like, am I going to have to beg? Or I said, are you going to ignore me forever? And she doesn't. <laughs> respond 
So I don't know. I really, really want to get her on. And I think it would be so great to have her on. But yeah, she has not responded, but she is seeing everything. Yeah. And I I think it's important to note, like, I feel like Kathy and Rich are kind of the same as like Joe Melissa. Like we had that issue at the book signing and like they made those comments, but I'm pretty sure when they opened their pizza love restaurant that they invited us to the opening. I don't think we could go because of like there were like scheduling issues, but like, I'm pretty sure their PR invited us. So it's not like they have complete bad blood because they like want us to promote their events and stuff. So I mean, it's like playing both sides. Right. So wait, was production at this event or no? No, mm -mm. nope. Okay, so so then you went to another event and I forgot which event, it was the one with Danielle. And I want you to talk about that event with Danielle. Okay, so this was at the, um, when Joe, Teresa and Melissa opened their Gorga's restaurant, that like little restaurant they had for like a hot minute. The Italian one? Yeah. Less than a year. Yeah. And so it was like this, um, it was the grand opening and it was at the store. And so like we were invited, I went with, um, the, our old contributor, Jenna. And so we got there and it was like in the middle of the summer, super hot. Like it was horrible. And you had like literally like 150 people probably like crammed in this tiny little restaurant. Cause it like really, really was tiny. Like it was in a little strip mall. Like it was so small. Yeah. And, um, we went in and we're like, we had gone to the ladies room and I'm standing outside the ladies room and Danielle Staub like, you know, comes up and Marty goes into the men's bathroom. And so Danielle's out there waiting and I'm just like, you know, talking to her, I'd introduce myself and I'm like, oh, we'd love to chat, you know, now or like later, like it would be great. And I tell her like the site we I write for and everything. And so Jenna comes out of the ladies room, we go back to the party and Danielle goes in the bathroom and has sex with Marty. That was like a whole storyline on New Jersey. And like, yeah. we were literally like standing outside the bathroom as they like. That is crazy that you were there at that moment. <laughs> Just and like wild. Yeah, it was so. And then she comes back to the party and announces it to everyone that like they just did it in the <laughs> That is like yeah. disrespectful to their their event and like their restaurant. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. She's just on another level. But it's like, okay, do it. But why do you have to announce it? Like, I obviously she announced it so she get camera time. I mean, oh, for sure. Let's be real. Oh, but... yeah, this was this was filming. So t- yeah. tell us what happened when, you know, so you, we, we were invited to the event and then um, yeah. you see Danielle. And then what does she do? So after she came out of the bathroom, before she announced that she had sex with Marty in the bathroom, she goes up to the producer, Dorothy Turan, who was the former executive producer and or producer, I don't know, executive, but she goes up to her and tells her who we are and basically like points this out to her and is like, they're from a blog. And like, so then Dorothy approaches us and is like, why are you here? How did you get invited? Like all of this, like, you know, peppering us with all these questions about why we're here. And we explain, we're like, oh, well, Joe and Melissa invited us. And then like their PR team invited us too. like, you know, we're, you know, just here for that. And they're like, you can't talk to them. You can't interview them. You can't ask them any questions. You can't film anything that we're filming. Like, you know, you just really have to be a guest. And we're like, okay, like we got it. Was she rude? Oh yeah. She was like so rude and so short and just like, and then like, she literally like told the other people who were working production and they literally like had Hawkeyes on us the entire rest of the night. 
Was this like, the same producer that like Siggy will always would always talk about? Like they're just rude people. Yeah, Siggy yeah, does talk about her. Okay, yeah. she's the one who is like neighbors and besties with Marge. Like oh. they literally like live next door to each other, and like that's how Marge got on the show apparently. And she's been fired. Yes. Yeah. So she. So. Yeah, she has been fired. And I find it so interesting that Danielle, you know, immediately went and tried to like snitch and make it a thing. Like none of the other housewives would have ever done that. And only Danielle. And this is like when it was like, Danielle, you're lucky you're even back on the show. Yeah. And I think, I think like Danielle, I think when I said it, we were from all about TRH. She thought we were all about the tea. Because Dorothy said that to us, like, oh, you're from All About the Tea. And I'm like, no, we're from All About TRH. <laughs> so I don't know if Danielle did that just because she thought it was All About the Tea and she has an issue with them. But it was just a funny interaction. Like, well, no, because... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, I am wedding planning and getting married. And when big life changes happen for me, it always makes me feel a little uneasy. And not knowing the unknown is really hard for me. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. I am in therapy now to help with these big changes that are happening, and I've been telling you guys about my panic attacks I've been having, and just learning new tools just to have in the toolbox has been really helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TRH today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TRH. You had us blocked on Twitter or something. So uh, for a long, yeah. long time. She was a very sensitive, sensitive person, that one. Yeah, so maybe not. <laughs> The one thing that always bothered me about Danielle is that she would always tweet like, I have information. I have, I have stuff. I have proof. I have this. And then she would never release it. And it drove me crazy. And then when she got back on the show, she had the opportunity. I can see probably why she didn't, because she was like, I, I can't come in guns blazing and go after Melissa. I need everyone to like me. And if I want to stay on the show, I can't do that. But it's like, you didn't stay on the show no matter what. So you could have done that. And even after the fact, like, she's like, I, you know, like recently she's like, I have stuff on Melissa still. And she always does this, but she wants to get paid for it. And it's like, it's, I get it. You want to get paid for it. You had the opportunity. Maybe that, that would have taken you another journey when you came back, but it is what it is. Like it's over with. So either you share it or you don't. And I think we would call her out for that. We'd be like, can you share it? And yes, I did reach out to her and I was like, can you come on our podcast and talk? And she didn't respond. And again, she just wants to get paid. And I mean, I, again, I respect someone who wants to get paid, but she's just too much. She's been saying this since 2012. She has all this information, but she never comes out with it. And it's so obnoxious. I mean, she really should have come out with it at like the season two reunion, because that could have kept her job for another season. Like, really yeah. like could you have imagined like melissa joining the show and like her and melissa going at it it would have been crazy but yes yeah, she totally missed the opportunity when she came back to like 
take Melissa down, basically. Like, I mean, not even to take her down, but just to release the information that we've all been dying to know. Because, I mean... Yeah, would like... And she'll say it. She does say certain things, but she'll be like I don't know she'll just like act like oh I don't have um or I have proof and it's like just enough so I'm over and just so you guys know Andy absolutely hates Danielle he would never bring her back so like she'll do it where I'll talk about it you know if I ever come back and it's like you had your chance you're not coming back so no I, I yeah Danielle is so, like a Kim D she's like Kim D like I swear Kim D does the same thing like she's like I have proof yeah. I have this and it's like yeah. honey if you had proof you'd bring it out there was this the I same know. event was this the same event that you were telling us about the Gia and the production yes so oh, that was like yeah tell before. us about that so okay when we got there, there like there's a long line outside and you have to like sign in and like release to be on camera and everything and so we had gotten there early and Siggy actually had gotten there early too and so Siggy had to wait to walk in you know obviously the cameras need her to come in at a specific time so me and Jenna were in a jewelry store next door with Siggy in the air conditioning because she couldn't take the heat she was like (laughs) I can't so she was like come in here with me so we were chatting with her and just hanging out and then they finally are like oh hey it's time to come in and so we go out and Gia and her boyfriend at the time because I think she was still in high school so she was probably like 16 maybe I'm assuming and she was there with her boyfriend and they producers were literally begging her and her boyfriend for like 15 20 minutes to sign a release to be on camera and Gia was like no we're not filming he's not filming I'm not filming we're coming to the event but we are not going to be on camera at all so like they were like begging her and it just makes it proves the point that Gia is not desperate to be on the show because if she was then she would have signed that release in a blink of an eye and been on the show and all of that she's only come on the show when she's felt the need to defend herself her sisters and her family and that's it I mean it just proves it and I'm so happy she didn't especially because like it's a boyfriend they're young like does does she want that on you know for life on tapes like no one wants that especially when you're just navigating your teenage life no, they want to be private. They have enough of their life on TV because it's their mom's career. So I'm sure they want to keep every bit of their life that they can private. Yeah, I mean, because people constantly call them out saying that they involve themselves, that they want to be on the show. But it's clear producers know that people want to see them on the show. And they, as as you just said, kind of beg them to be on the show. So, I mean, and her trying not to be kind of tells you everything. So I thought that that is super, super interesting that that whole thing happened. I'm sure they were dying that you were there when that was going on. <laughs> For oh, yeah. sure. Well, I, I don't even think they knew who we were at the time, but like, okay. obviously we know like who they are also. We're all like paying attention with like, you know, listening yeah. into every little conversation, but yeah. And then there was another um, event. Wait, did you talk to Melissa at that event? No, we didn't talk to anyone at that event. No. Because they were filming though. So they were probably very like focused on that. Like there was there was literally like, I'm telling you, they had like everyone in that room like sardines. Like there was no way, like you could barely like move. Like there was no interviewing between like the cameras and everything. It was just a crazy event. Well, Laura, people actually called you out because um the people that did listen to our last podcast that we had removed people said you know you had mentioned you know the show's not fake they do have to film scenes multiple times and people had reached out to us and said well that does mean that the show is fake if they have to you know keep re-recording scenes where were you when you were seeing that happen 
So we were at Melissa's fashion show for Envy. I think it was like the first or second fashion show she ever had for Envy. And it was at like a big um, event. It's actually where the christening scene when they joined the show in season three was filmed. So it's that same exact event hall. And that's where she had the fashion show. And so there was like about like four or five different rooms and they had all of them. For the thing so there was the room with the fashion show there was a room for food and then there was like a bar room and then like a few little smaller rooms in the front and so we're in the bar room and I think it was like Teresa Richie Kathy and someone else was talking at the bar and they were having a conversation and then Siggy and Dolores were arriving and producers had Siggy and Dolores refilm their entrance about like three or four times and they weren't even really saying anything. So it wasn't like they were being fed information. It was just the camera angles and how they needed it to appear on the show for them to film it. But like I have, besides that, like being to other filming events, they will stop and cut things and everything. But it's not like it's like, okay, Dolores, you said that line wrong. Here's the right line feeding it. It's all about camera angles and getting the right angle and the right point of view and perspective and everything like that so you know I don't really consider that fake it's still a reality tv show and video quality and all of those things are important it's not like it's like the real world where there's a camera in the corner of the room or like if you watch summer house they have cameras in the corners of the bedroom that film the cast when they're like sleeping or when the cameras go down Real Housewives isn't like that. It's not going to be that like intense reality where a camera is with the housewives 24-7. These people get a set filming schedule every week. Like, okay, Wednesday, Saturday, and Tuesday, you're filming and you're filming these scenes. So it's it's reality, but it's obviously altered slightly, but it's not like they are feeding people the lines like people think. Yeah, that makes so much sense. It's just not. Yeah, I've talked to former housewives and they say what they've said is that producers will come to us and if we've mentioned things to them, they will remind us this is the time to say it. So they'll say something, you know, maybe production. They all, I think, each get a producer or something. And if they told that producer something and they forget, production will go to them and tell them something. What's really interesting, also I spoke to someone inside of production who did say that, you know, when it came to Danielle, the new housewife, not Danielle Staub, um, you know, she left a lot of the times, like throughout the season, she would like leave. And I'm like, why does she keep leaving? And a lot of people called her out for it. Well, it turns out that, you know, production did ask her sometimes to leave because it would give an, an effect. It would make it more dramatic. So it's not like she was like leaving by choice every time, but she was asked to leave when things escalated to be dramatic. So I do think that's the type of things that they kind of mess with that people will be like, okay, well then what, but why are you doing that? If she, you know, if she didn't want to leave, unless she said, I really, really want to leave, then why, why are you doing that? You know, I, I don't know. So, well, I mean, I think people have to remember that at the end of the day, it's a show. They have to have a storyline. They have to, there has to be some type of like ebb and flow. And they they, they ha- has to have some production value. So people have to pay attention to those things. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't know. I just think people like, they, they think too much into it. It's like, just enjoy it for what it is. And I think we've seen it on the show too, with like 
in confessionals, you know how sometimes like the producer will break the fourth wall and like they'll talk to the housewife and it'll be part of the episode. Like that's kind of the relationship that they have. And that's what producers are doing, either whether it's on camera or off camera. But it's not like they're feeding people lines like some people think. Like they're not like Nene Leak's greatest lines were not producer producer did not give her those lines yeah no that was all her like that's her girl yeah yeah that's not the kind of thing that producers are doing and that's what I think a lot of people think is happening and it's not yeah no I just think they they definitely will remind them of things and tell them like this is a good opportunity to say this and pretty much like that that's all but they were given that information from the housewife it's Mm -hmm. not like you know they're making this up like a housewife might have told them about this so i think that's where that all comes from and i think the house and i think the housewives get so desperate before the show because they want to stay on or like right before contracts come out so they tell them everything they know and of course they're like keeping track of what they said and so when they're on the show they're like you better bring this up because you said it so it's their fault too but i also think a lot of the housewives like well i should say i think a lot of the um like OG housewives want to keep the shows as as organic and original as possible I mean if you saw that recent Nini comment on mm-hmm. Carlos King's podcast where she was like you know Kenya really changed the dynamic of ROA when she RHOA when she you know brought the whole fake boyfriend storyline I think a lot of like a lot of housewives don't want that they just want to come and show their real lives because it's simpler than creating and manufacturing all this fake drama yeah no absolutely what other events did you go to? You didn't go to the event with Melissa where she, Melissa and Joe held the love all about Terry H shirt, right? No, I don't know who went to that event. I don't even know who that was. Like, mm-hmm. I think that was before my time. Right. What other events? Did you go to any other events? Um, I, I think that's pretty much it. I think we went to some for like Potomac and stuff, but. Oh. That was like, but that was like really early. Like I think like right as it was being announced. I so love Potomac like though. So that's early. fun. Yeah, but like at the time, like I think we all thought Potomac was boring because the first season was like not that great. But then it became like such a huge, amazing yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, I went to an event for okay, my favorite event that I've ever gone to was with Kyle. So what it was, was someone from, I remember it was called like the sun. I don't know what, no, I don't know, but they, they reached out. I was dating my husband at the time and he, they sent a limo and it was, you know where it was? It was in Atlantic city in New Jersey. So that's hilarious. Yeah. And so they sent a limo to come and get me to go to. I remember this and I was so mad. They put me in a suite and uh, my husband was like, oh my God, I'm going to marry this girl. Look what, look at the perks that she <laughs> But that was the only event that we ever had that was like that. And, um, she like, you know, had an event, she met everyone and then me and her sat down one-on-one with each other after like, no one was around. It was just me and her. It was like, and she was so kind and, uh, she answered everything. And it was just such a, it, it was just such a great experience with her. So that was my favorite, um, my favorite one. I know. I was so jealous that yeah. that happened for you. I remember you calling me and saying like that they sent a limo and I was like, what the heck? Oh my gosh. Those were the days. Yeah. Five's glory. I know. Like, I, I know. know. I've never met any of the 
west coast housewives at all like none of them so same I mean, only, east same east coast I, I met new york and then obviously some people from jersey yeah i met tamara and vicky and tamara and vicky were um like i i just will never forget this like vicky was getting her makeup done done the like they rented a house in orange county it smelled like weed their wine by wives partner he i guess like um i feel like it was coming from him and he was on the show a little bit but just vicky seemed so annoyed about the whole event and then actually now that i rewatch it i kind of understand why because vicky seemed like she was never into wine by wives so I don't know. I, that was just like, so interesting to me. Um, now that I like rewatch and saw no wonder Vicky acted like that. She was never into it. And Tamara was actually fine. So she wasn't well, Vicky was in her love bubble with Brooks. Oh yeah. Ew. That's, <laughs> That's what she cared about at the that. time. She was calling everyone was calling her out. So she was just not happy at all. So yeah. These were so interesting. Um, but Laura, we are so happy that we had you on, that we were able to re-record this. Thank you so much. We're gonna we want you back. I think everyone that did listen to the previous one were like, <laughs> was like, I love Laura on there. So thank you for sharing your experience with us. And uh yeah, I think that that wraps it up for um the events that we gone that we went to that were pretty memorable. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, thank Yay. you. All right. Well, bye guys. Bye guys. Bye. Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Royal Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.